Everybody, welcome back to My Wave Podcast. I am super stoked to be sitting here with James Sonny Russell. I'm gonna call him Sonny because I think that's what he goes by most. Exactly, yeah. Sonny. Sonny or Suntino? Suntino. Well, maybe we'll get a backstory on the Suntino. We could do that. Yeah. No. Uh, everybody calls me PK, and so even my wife when she's like, "Hey, Kyle. Hey, Kyle," and she'll go, "PK." And then I'll hear that, but I won't hear anything else. So, Sonny, so stoked to have you on, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, ladies and gents. Uh, Sonny, um, I just found out, um, surfed up till age 25 where he blew out his ACL. Was that surfing or skating? Um, skating. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, you know Kelly Balkum, right? Yes. Yeah, so I just had him uh, a couple weeks ago, and he blew himself up just recently skating had surgery and all that sort of stuff yeah it's tough yeah he broke his leg and then he realized after the fact that he broke his tailbone too mm. and so he just had to have a surgery on his tailbone so man oh but yeah. now but now he's a bodyboarder boogie board he called boogie board or bodyboard so depending on who you talk to um most people don't identify with bodyboarding if you say boogie boarding they know what you're talking about right um, in Puerto Rico, where I like to go the most, they call it boogieing. So. Okay, okay, sweet. Well, let's talk about Puerto Rico too. This as we get going here, yeah. this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. So That's I really, good. I really don't know you. Know you? Um, I I was surfing one time. Um, man, it was a fun. I think it was a it was an evening session during one of the hurricanes last summer. I was surfing with uh, a couple of guys, and one guy Reese goes, "Hey, you recognize him?" He's from Surf Church. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. But you were down a little ways. You were mm -hmm. down a little ways, and you were uh, you were boogie boarding. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Those are fun waves. Fun waves. But, hey, um, before we jump in, I'm just excited. I'm rambling on. Let's first give a shout-out to our sponsor. Our sponsor is Sully's Archery Tag. Sully's Archery Tag, played like dodgeball, but with arrows. You can check them out online at sullysarchytag.com. They're also now on Instagram, sullys underscore archery underscore tag. If you'd like to follow them, uh, DM, email uh, them for a uh, an event. They're mobile. They bring the fun to use. Play just like dodgeball, six on six, fast place, indoor or outdoor. It's a blast. You ever been shot with an arrow, Sonny? No. No. I've been shot at, but never with an arrow. <laughs> But that's uh, another podcast. That's another podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We'll call that one Dodge. Just Dodge. Dodge City. Yeah. I grew up in Washington, D.C. So, D.C. Fair enough. Yeah, is Dodge yeah. City. At least it was when I was growing up. Anyway, uh, Sully's Archery Tag is our sponsor for this episode. And uh, ladies and gents, I appreciate all the uh, the comments and the love y'all are, are sending our way here at My Wave. And, um, you know, if you wanted to support what we do, uh, you can do that very easy. You can buy me a cup of coffee. One, I'd love to sit down and have a cup of coffee with you, period, because 
I love coffee. But secondly, you can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash my wave and you can buy me a virtual cup of coffee for five bucks. You can buy me 10 cups of coffee that whatever you want to do to support the efforts going on here at my wave podcast would be much appreciated. And, uh, yeah. And it, you know, it, it, you can DM, I don't have an Instagram yet for, for my wave, but if you have, uh, you know, comments you want to send our way or whatever, you can go to, um, mywavepodcast at gmail.com and send me uh, an email. Tell me, tell me how much of a kook you think I am and I'll, I'll much appreciate it. <laughs> wow. you, ever been called, you ever been called a kook? For sure. For sure? Yeah. I think everybody at some point kooks it. I don't think everyone's supposed to like you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not supposed to like me? No, I mean, not just you, anyone in general. Like, if everyone likes you, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> Agreed. Even, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'll just leave it there. <laughs> Sounds great. So, so, Sonny, you mentioned right before we went live that you had two waves. Yeah, dude. Sick. One surfer. One surfing, surfing yes. And one boogie boarding. Yes, two different periods of my life and uh, two different wonderful experiences. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, um, let's let's go back to the surfing wave. Gotcha. So, okay. where where are we going for this particular wave? Oh, so it's a uh, '93 um, Rodante North Side of the Pier. It's so crazy is that I can remember everything almost down to the board shorts. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly Richards, uh, 6'2", board. I bought it for my boy, Sean O'Donnell. Big shout out to Savage Surfboards. Yeah. But uh, Sean was peddling um, boards out of his garage at that point. Uh, (laughs) He wasn't the big surfer industry guy. He was uh, just glassing boards and doing ding repair. But, yeah, so um, Rodante, big swell, summer swell. Went out with two of my best friends, um, just A-frames all day long, and uh, I just remember... Uh, so, so hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, I'm getting excited oh, about no, this. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm in there with you. All right. Because actually, my best wave is south side of the pier at Rodanthe. Stop. Nope. That's crazy. But it wasn't 93, it was 91, summer of 91. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I was living on the Outer Banks, and uh, yeah. So at that point, Outer Banks was everything for us. We would um, literally leave Wilmington at three in the morning, drive all the way around, get there. We didn't have surf swell or any magic seaweed or anything. You know, we just had the weather forecast. And if it was going to be good at Riceville Beach, then it was going to be better in the Outer Banks. There you go, always, always. So yeah, um, and that was so, one of the. So things. you grew up here in Wilmington. Yeah, I grew up. I was born and raised in Wilmington, North Carolina. All right. Yeah. Nice. When did you start surfing? Um, well, I, man, probably I went from boogie boarding as a little kid to starting surfing around like 13 years old. Okay. Um, Dave Melton and the guys that we had a place called Surfing Stuff here mm-hmm. as a kid. It was Surf City and Surfing Stuff were like the two uh, uh, the bigger shops. Yeah. Surf City's still around with good reason. They're good shop. But uh, yeah, I started surfing when I was like 13. Nice. How, how, like somebody just say, hey, why don't you try this? Or Well, uh, uh, Dave Melton, that one of the guys who ran um, uh, surfing stuff, was dear friends of my family. And then most of my friends were getting into surfing. We skated and surfed like all the time. Yeah. Still do. Yeah. yeah. Still do, yeah. I, I noticed I'm sitting in uh, Sonny's office and I, I'm looking up here at some... Uh, 
some wall art. What, what, what do we got up here? We got a, a, s a sign board from Mike uh, Valet or Valley. I don't know. I always say that wrong. Um, a one of a kind Ray Underhill. Well, one of ten Ray Underhill board. A memorial to 9/11, and then a dear friend of mine had a company called Relic. Um, it's kind of defunct now, but it was a, a good run at skating. It's hard to have a skateboard company. Yeah, but uh, it's a nice yeah. looking board though. Yeah, yeah, it's a Lester Kasai um, ripoff kind of, or like a he paid um, respects to Lester Kasai with that one. There you go, there you go. So what do you, what do you skate with? Now? Oh, I ride anti-hero nine-inch boards. Okay, all, all day long. I skate. Um, I skate as much. I would bodyboard and be in the water all day long if I could. Yeah, but uh, just you know, it is. It's very tough here. Either, uh, at skate barn, there's always a chest high wave, and it's always <laughs> it's always clean and glassy at, at skate barn. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, skate barn. They've they've uh, grown over the years, haven't they? Yeah, for sure. They uh, they've thrived when every when skateboarding was lean um they were they kept the doors open and when it was really popular they kept the doors open and they've gone through all the recessions and ups and downs of skateboarding and they've always just been fostering and nurturing the next generation of kids that's nice big shout out to the skate barn yeah yeah, yeah. you run some camps out there i have in the past okay. um covid has been a beast yeah and uh now there's a, a new group of guys out there, Mark and Nick, and they're shredding and they're killing it, um, running the shop. It's I was skating the other day there, and it's in good hands right now at Skate Barn. Epic. Epic. Check them out, ladies and gents. Yeah. Skate Barn up in Hampstead. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it, it's not a secret spot by any means. No, but it's, it's the best spot. That's cool. That's cool. What was, when you were a kid, where was it, where would where, you skate around here? I mean, parking curbs and driveways. We didn't have a Greenfield Lake or whatever. And Hampstead was, uh, that's a whole nother world. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, backyard ramps and um, we would skate. My dad lived in Carolina Beach, so I skated. The, um, we had a skate park down there, too. Um, was that, that was open when you were a kid? Yeah. Yeah. It was called the Ramp House. It was an indoor park. Oh, so not the one that's at the park. No, it, there's a tumble gym where Ramp House used to be. Uh -huh. The concrete park, I think, was built in like 2000. Yeah. The one by Artisan, yeah. All right, so take take you back, a, back a minute. Any big-name skaters when you were a kid come down through this area? Well, I hate name-dropping, but um, one of my best friends, um, Kenny Hughes. Okay. Kenny Hughes is he's an East Coast legend and uh, we grew up skating together um, and then of course Chet Childers came out of here um, there's other guys um, from around the area I mean North Carolina is rich in skateboarding mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean Mark Johnson Neil Hendricks you know there's a bunch I mean but some of the best skaters are uh, not pro around here right but, uh, Trey Womble a bunch of I mean there's so many good skateboarders here. yeah yeah it's, a, it's grown the scene has grown even since i've been here oh yeah 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 ogden skate park ogden yeah big that's a big deal that's a great park a lot of people go there i think it's a little overwhelming um i don't go there that much but it's a good park people like it it's good it's good uh, but i just wanted to get in the skate scene because um i used to skate but then i realized how hard concrete was and yeah it, it hurts yeah it hurts a lot and I was never great at it, 
but man, I enjoyed it. Well, so what I tell people now is um, if I can get some frontside grinds in till from here to maybe 50, 55 years old, I'm good. I'm not trying to keep up with the kids. I couldn't <laughs> keep up with the kids now. That's good. And at this point, it's just about carving and grinding. I think it always has been, but um, I get a wild hair every once in a while, and I try some um, kind of relevant tricks. But most for the most part, it's just I got a good frontside grind. There you go. I'll do that until I can't do it anymore. I <laughs> love it. Love it. So, Rodanthe, how old were you, did you say, in 93? Uh, 93, 17 years old. 17, took a trip up to Rodanthe. Yes. And uh, what, what, what was this day like? Well, I mean, if you really – I can remember the whole trip. Um, I'm dating myself, obviously, 93, but um, Matt Archibald – was there um, with the more core division? It was like, I think pre uh, post gotcha. Okay. So Mark Archibald, um, Shamuka, Johnny Schmo, I think his name was, and Brad Gerlach. These were like huge yeah. surfers, right? They were they were out of the banks. They were earlier that day. They were all out at Frisco, and we went down to the south, uh, drove south, went and saw them down there, Frisco surfed there then we made our way back up we surfed the lighthouse in buxton and we were making our way we were staying in avon at the famous avon motel uh-huh. <laughs> what a what a dive that is and then but uh we had been getting really good waves of rodante so we went there um i would say i would compare it to a modern day um crystal pier or uh-huh. oceanic i guess you guys call it oceanic i always call it crystal but, yeah um Tons of people out, um, but they weren't really cutting you off because the waves kind of had a little consequence to them. <laughs> Seems the smaller the wave, the more people um, tend to cut people off. Okay. Look but, a little greedy. Yeah. Or, or just inexperienced mm-hmm. or really don't know. Uh, they don't have the etiquette, the wave etiquette, whatnot. Um, but yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I can remember. I can remember just like, um, I'm regular footed. I can remember just dropping in kind of a big bottom turn how big was it uh, i would say this chest to head high that wave probably was just a chest high wave yeah but the thing about it was is it was a huge nice drop in nice um like slow bottom turn with a nice hook right into the pocket i would like you know it's so funny when we say what we think mm-hmm. and what is reality <laughs> right i would like to say i was like 100 percent 12 o'clock vertical snap but yeah. um it felt good you yeah. know one of those waves i mean i'm still talking about it decades later right why do you think it's burned in oh above all the other waves because uh, everything felt right like every everything about it felt right and then it would be the yardstick for anything else i did in surfing um for the period of time i served yeah this is so fun um so yeah, big front turn, um, cut back into it, uh, just in the pocket, in the pocket, um, kind of chased around one little section and got what we would uh, just, like frontside floaters were always scary for me, mm-hmm. but I dropped, uh, got a good frontside floater and just hung on for dear life, maybe what felt like 10 seconds, maybe <laughs> <laughs> probably two seconds. Right. <laughs> nice free fall back into it. Um, kind of caught back up with it and then rode it and did maybe two or three more turns all the way to the beach oh and it was just it was just one of these things where i wanted to come in after that right you know because it gets no better and uh it was just 
it was um, a number of things that made that like the most memorable wave ever. Um, the guys I was traveling with, yeah, um, being young and being away from home and being, you know, that was, you know, that's always been amazing traveling. And this um, also the acknowledgement, you know, the shakas on the way back out, the mm. you know the. Mm-hmm. people saw it you know right I mean? right so, so i mean it would have been just as amazing if no one was out right but it was in a heavy contested lineup and there was guys in the water that day that are like um east coast legends uh i mean obviously they were getting the you know their lion's share but there was like um god west lane that cat like threw for wrv for a million years hmm. and then a bunch of east uh esa all-star um, guys were there that day too like I, I want to say like Mark Hunt and like uh-huh. Ben Bourgeois uh-huh. and um, Guy in I think even Guy in was there I can't even I, I don't want to say he was but Guy in was always in the mix and so it was a swell where all those all those bigger guys went up there and uh, yeah uh, like I think this, that's a stacked lineup yeah Noah what's the dude's beach no Snyder no Snyder Noah Snyder. I don't yeah. think. Are you thinking Matt Beecham? Matt Beecham. No, Noah Snyder. Okay. I think he was there. And then I want to say Pat McManus or something like uh, Dean McManus or something. Anyway, they were just like the guys that won all the ESA things. Yeah. They were on fire. So Right. I mean, the, they were the ones dropping videos. and. Yo, yeah. honestly, every one of those guys still rip. Yes. I mean, really. I mean, now I fanboy out when I follow like Ben and he's. In the Dominic Republic, just killing it. It's yes. so good. Yeah. And he's also, his family's just wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It, Great fam. His sister helps with Surf Church. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. So, so cool. You know, on the day that I was at Rodanthe, there was me and my friends. Oh. Like, that was it. It was, yeah. it was a, it was a weird, it was a midweek and mm. we had, we had just ran down there and just scored empty lineup. So. Uh, I love that. Yeah. But but what you're talking about in a heavy contested, you know, uh, tons of guys out and and it came to you. It came to me. Now, one of the things, Sonny, that we like to do on this podcast is when something is said, um, w- would love to get some definition. Okay. All right. So, as you were describing this wave, I mean, you were you were you were breaking down section by section, and you were talking about being in the pocket. Yes. What is what does it mean to be in the pocket on a wave? For me, um, there's no. Uh, I mean, it's the sweet spot for me. It's um, where where the wave is generating the most power, the most. Uh, you can see the open face right in front of you. You are in the hook of it, like almost to the point where it's peeking over you. Mm-hmm. Just the sweetest, best spot. Yeah, it's where you get your most energy. Yeah, most power, en- yeah. most energy, um, top to bottom. It's uh, like the hollowest point for me. Uh, that would be the sweet spot. All right, yeah. all right. Th- then you said you were front side, right? So for those listening, what's a front side? Front side. Well, if you're regular footed, it would be your uh, face. You're facing the wave. You're out facing the ocean. And your backside is to the beach. Yeah, and, and and you're going right. You're going right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's important to know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm goofy. Okay. So going right is backside for me. Backside, sure. Now, when you came, you said you pulled a frontside floater. Frontside. What's, what's a floater? A floater is where you're standing on the top of like the wave is breaking and cresting, 
and you're actually on top of the lip going over a section. Now, of you water. didn't get there by accident. No, you have to work into it. Yeah. Yeah, you have to carve up into it. For sure. So that lip is pitching out in front of you. Yes. And you're going to capitalize on that, that opportunity by not just smashing the lip, but... You're kind of like, if you were to base it, like, um, again, on skateboarding, yeah. that's where my whole life is revolved around. It'd be like a frontside 50-50, both trucks locked in on the coping. Mm-hmm. So you're above it. So same same idea with the frontside floater for me would be to get speed, generate speed, and then instead of going with a vertical move, go kind of parallel to it, get on the top of it, and ride, ride as far as you could. Sometimes you do that out of necessity because it's either that or the section's going to break and that's the end of your wave. Yeah, so you can get around the section by floating over it. I've never been that good. <laughs> but until the this flo- wave. The fl- no, well, the floater <laughs> was, again, that's what made this that special wave, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and if you go back and listen to, to my episode at Rodanthe, I, I pulled a floater too. To, I will. Yeah. That's so cool, man. <laughs> yeah, I was on the south side, you on the north side. I was going front side. You were going front side. What were you riding? I was riding a 6-2 hot buttered Australia board. Hot buttered, yeah. I bought it in Delaware. Okay. Uh, it, it was brand new. It was it was a beautiful board. Uh, you have only, you know, I owned one brand new board. Yeah. And my whole life, it was a Gary, Lin- it was a Linden. Uh-huh. And I went to Masonboro and I paddled over there to Masonboro and I broke the nose off at low tide Uh-oh. and had to swim back with the broken uh, nose in my, like pretty much <laughs> clenched in my jaw. And I paddled back over and then had to put two dowel rods in it and have it glass. Oh, man. I had that board for like, it's the first board I ever bought brand new from Sur City. Yeah. And, I broke it like low tide. Oh man, bro. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Good times. Brand new boards are overrated. <laughs> yeah, but when you get them, oh you, yeah, you don't want to put them in the water. No, no. I mean, but just like you know, anything, um, it, they're meant to. You know, like skateboards, I have some hung up on the wall, and I like collectors' boards, but I really believe that everything you have is. It's meant to like you're supposed to ride it till you can't till it's no good anymore. Yeah. Or if you get ready to get rid of a board, um, surfing or skating, ride it and then pass it on to someone else. Yeah, it's good. Good advice. Yeah, for sure. Good advice. Hey, I would love to hear your next wave. So, um, yes. Um, but, but before. All right, tell me what's up. Are we going to do a sponsorship? No, no. I wish I had more sponsors. A big shout out to Sully's. <laughs> there you go. Re- revisit Sully's. Yeah. No. Uh, hang 10. Let's, let's throw that hang 10 in here. Oh yeah, let's go. Yeah, quick, ten quick questions. Uh, you already answered one, so I'll throw that out. But I'll st- I have I have extras. All right, all right. What's your favorite wax? F- um, sticky bumps. Sticky bumps. And that's for bodyboarding too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You need wax on a bodyboard. <laughs> you need wax on a bodyboard. I wasn't going to contest it. No, you need it. Like you'll slide off it too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, you wear definitely. a rash guard unless you're Puerto Rican. <laughs> And super tan. Now, now what are you Puerto Rican and super tan? You're not bashing them. You've been there. No, they're my people. Yeah, yeah. I'm sort of Rican. You're sort of Rican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. All right. So wax. Yes. Yeah. So uh, best post session eats. Where do you where do you go to refuel? Um, stateside. Uh, I would say. Um, um, I like uh, I like El Cerro Grande's. Yeah, I know it's just like cheap Mexican, but I like El Cerro Grande's. That works. 
if um and i'm lucky enough to and some of my favorite waves are puerto rico there it would be um the bowl it's the aci berry bowl spot yeah called da bowl the bowl where do you like to go in puerto rico um, that's it, the bowl. No, no, uh, no like to, oh, to like to hang out. Oh, I stay with my uh, dear friend in Aguadilla. Okay, uh, or in Isabella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're all around middles and hobos and shacks yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We we snorkeled and hung out in shacks. I've never, um, never stayed there. That's a um, some of those really beautiful places. Uh, but um, I've gone to like Blue Hole and stuff to go <laughs> snorkeling. But uh, we've always. Stayed in Aguadilla, uh-huh. a little neighborhood called San Antonio. Okay. Or now uh, my friends live uh, closer. They live on the top of the cliff going down yeah. to Hobos. Yeah, that's a cool little road. Yeah, sketchy. Yeah. But, but it's really But neat. a great view. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sweet. All right. Uh, go to website or app. You know, back in 93, you didn't have that. But what about now? Um, I do. Uh, I like Magic Seaweed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Or if I'm here in Wilmington, I WB Live. Yep. Yeah. WB Live four updates a day. Yeah, and I like the con- I like the content. Uh, I like the the people at Sweetwater. And yeah. The people that run it are good people. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Hey, if you had, you like coffee? Yes. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. No, no, no. You <laughs> <laughs> if you, like. I don't know who doesn't like coffee. <laughs> There's a few. There's a few weirdos out there. Can't trust them. Hey, if you could have a cup of coffee and one hour with a surfer, who would it be? Past or present? I mean, so a uh, cup of coffee with the the goat. With I mean, the goat. I know everyone would say Kelly, and I'm going to go ahead and say Kelly. All right. Yeah, just because. There you go. There we go. Hey. I would love that cup of coffee with Kelly as well. Come on. Yeah. If you could take a trip anywhere, money wasn't an issue, time wasn't an issue, where would you go? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I want to say Australia. Okay. I want to say Australia. But, um, you know, Australia maybe or um, Tavaruga? Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. whole that whole little island chain out okay. there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not either one of those places. I'm underqualified. That's above my pay grade. But if I could go anywhere like that, yeah, yeah, we'll what, s- yeah, t- Tavaru, okay, like Fiji. What's the biggest area. wave you surfed? Uh, Galagrines or uh, yeah, Galagrines in um, Puerto Rico. Yeah, how big was it? Um, well, actually, mm, wilderness. Okay. Wilderness, uh, a double overhead, and by like, and I know everyone says on bodyboard everything's overhead, but this was like uh, way above my pay grade, and uh, there was like big time surfers out there getting. I don't know, it was sick. I have some photos though. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I took shoulders. Okay. Like, it was so big that I just took shoulders. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Five five waves in two hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, it was scary. Like yeah. it was above my pay grade. But uh, you know, when you're out there and you got people going, Dale, Dale, go, go. <laughs> like we talked about the other day. Yeah. Go. I went. You, you gotta know? go. Yeah, you don't get those opportunities often. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Now there's something to say though about knowing your limits, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Learning to push them, but For knowing sure. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And um, Although uh, I, you know, I'm very blessed that I'm 
can swim very well and I can hold my breath and all that. I'm not the picture of perfect health. I'm a big, gnarly dude. So <laughs> I have to be honest when I'm in situations like, yes, do I have the, the um, am I crazy enough to go mm-hmm. on anything? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just to the point of being stupid almost. But it's not the making the wave that scares me. It's if I didn't and I got held under for two or three other waves. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. The the ability to survive oh, the yeah. wipeout and the hold down and the next or you know, pound. Yeah, yeah. I've I've experienced some pretty hectic ones. Um on on this last trip I experienced uh like a a really horrible uh takedown that uh I missed a wave, fell, and then I was underneath, uh, and I came up, lost my board, so now I'm swimming. The second one, this ragdolled me, and then kind of like I lost, um, what's the word? I, situationally, I didn't know what, what was up from down. <laughs> so when I got to the uh, surface, uh, I was starting to get winded, and so I just calmed down. I patted my head. That's what you do. You mm-hmm. know, let everyone know, hey, I'm good, I'm good. Um, then I took another one on the head, and that one, when I came up from that, it felt like I had the flu. Oh, man. Because I was just beat up and yeah. exhausted. And then, um, so I let it take me in over the reef. And since I'm wearing uh, swim fins, I was able to actually put my feet on the reef. Yeah. Kind of waved to everyone that I was good. And then I swam and I got my board and sat on the beach for like an hour <laughs> and took photos. And it was so good. I was like, after about an hour, I was like, I had to go back out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> respect much respect for the ocean oh yeah yeah all right here we go cruising along before we hear this this next wave um you might be a kook if finish that statement oh wow you might be a kook if you disparage other beginning surfers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right um if you're ripping on the kid on the wave storm you know, if you, you might be a kook if you feel entitled to the ocean. Hmm. Um, it's not just your playground. No, no. Uh, you you might be a kook if you're a racist. <laughs> I could go on all day. You, you might get, be a kook. There you go. Um, if you're misogynistic, you're a kook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, but in the ocean, um, yeah, there's a there's a time and place for, and you have to be safe. And so you have to know the right away and stuff like that. But to be um, belittle or put down someone who's just trying to surf for right. the first time. Yeah. So I have a hard time with that uh, website, the Kook Slam thing. Right. Um, some of them are downright hilarious, right? But the evils in the comments, <laughs> people are just ruthless. Like, yeah. Um, I applaud half the people that are on that Kook thing because – how do we learn if we don't do some kook stuff right to begin with right yeah yeah so you might be a kook um yeah yeah no that's a good one disparaging it's, others yeah 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 just yeah, be kind yeah for real yeah for sure we got enough unkindness on the land we don't need to in the world yeah period yeah hey last no let's see if you won a surf comp mm-hmm. and had to donate 50 percent to a charity of your choice, which would it be? Oh, that's so so wonderful! Um, what a good, what a big opportunity that would be, right? Yeah, um, 
I would right now where I'm at, um, I'd probably do some homeless initiative, Eden Village here in Wilmington, mm-hmm. or something where it would um, either be for domestic violence or for homelessness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because those are two things I'm like, that's what I do in my daily life. You yeah, know? so I help people in recovery and help people with that are um, marginalized and don't have, you know, so. Yeah, I'd probably uh, give back to something like that. Good I don't deal. know what yeah. what uh, organization per se, but I have like conversations all day long about, have you ever driven down the road and just looked at the Powerball, right? <laughs> what would you do if you won the Powerball? <laughs> of course, you're going to get your you get right, but I'm like, I would love to open a surf park, a skate park, mm-hmm. and then have a stage where you could play music and worship music, mm-hmm. and then you could have a build-your-own-surfboard clinic and... Mm. And then we would have a place for homeless, you know, like right. But until I have that money, I in or if I never have that money, I can still every day I can go work for Habitat for Humanity, or I yeah. still do, you know. But if I had a big surf purse like that, I you know I definitely would love to kick down to some homeless initiatives. That's good. That's good. Yeah. All right, last wave here. Okay. Here we go. This this wave. Oh, now, right. now you're boogie board. Now you're body board. Hold on. All Hold right. On. I think I have what year it is. Okay. Oh, give me one second. So, all right, we'll just set it up. It was like one of my first trips to Puerto Rico. Uh-huh. Um, the first year I went, I, so I didn't surf. I tried to surf. Um, my dear friends and I, I took a surfboard with me, and I just wasn't, like, since I tore my ACL, I just wasn't quick enough. Like, at Wilderness, I could stand up on some of the slopier waves. But like at middles or something like that, I just couldn't get into the waves. So um, for me, um, the I, was, I think this was the second year I ever went to Puerto Rico. I think we're on year eight now. Um, but I went um, to a place called Ruins. Let's see if it comes up. I don't know. But yeah, I went to Ruins and... Uh, with four people in the water okay um my dearest friend dale pickford uh shout out to pr surf adventure here's 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 uh the um advertisement pr surf adventures learn how to e-foil learn how to surf northwest puerto rico prsurf.com there you go there's my commercial um but no i was with dale and my mentor and my pastor best friend mark allen he's the one who married me and my wife and another gentleman named paul klaus this is another amazing guy just four of us like your boys and you and rodante uh-huh. four of us at ruins um head high just perfect less and they were breaking almost from the point uh closer to wilderness all the way to ruin like starting breaking like uh i think there's a little break between wilderness and ruins um i don't know the name of it right now but these were like 100 yard waves Mm -hmm. and they were uh so like on the east coast we have real good waves or hurricane swell or something like that it holds open but we don't have that 14 second perfect um just like groundswell here you know we're very we don't have that very often and this was like a machine like wave where everyone was pretty much the same so 
when you would paddle for these waves, you could take one uh, 70 to 80 yards, paddle back out and around, and then get back in the lineup. Whereas here, they break everywhere. You know, even, even if it's a good day, it's going to come in very inconsistently. Yeah, that's the difference between a, a beach break and, and a reef break right, like that. exactly. And um, so Wilderness on that same day was um, a little bit bigger. It was super crowded, and it was uh, just tons of longboards. No, no disrespect to that, but... This wave was this wave was special, and it was like our opportunity. It was at that kind of also that what do they call the before the golden hour, so it's like in the afternoon, and um, uh, I, we were just getting our lion share of waves, and I just remember I call this wave, and to this day I call it the Mother Teresa <laughs> of all waves. <laughs> Why the Mother Teresa? Because it was so giving. It was like <laughs> the most giving wave I've ever been. Um, like I would like to say that on this wave I did like barrel rolls and L rollos and three sixties and all this, but I would say I dropped in on a head high wave and it stayed in front of me for the duration of it, thirty yeah. yards of open face the whole time. <laughs> oh man! So like there was just like um it was it's like going to Jungle Rapids and going on the best water slide ever <laughs> for bodyboarding. Yeah. You know, it was just like, it just kept going and going and you could like pump the brakes, get barreled, come out, do a turn. It would reform 30, 20, 30 yards in front of you and continu- <sighs> continuously did this. No. And, um, and so it was one of these, it was just one of these most amazing things where I was like ear to ear smiling oh, when man. I was done with it. And so I was, it was one of the most, and also everything about the setup, you got the ruins, you got the old mm-hmm. lighthouses, the corroded lighthouse you can look up out there on the cliff, um, palm trees. The water is just like the most prettiest, like oh, light blue, and yeah. everything about it was just aesthetically eye pleasing, and it was just reeling, and it was so fun. I was with the best, like. Two of those three men were in my wedding. Huh. One was the pastor, and one of them was my best man. How memorable, yeah. Yeah, like, these men have led me through everything. Mm-hmm. Um, our walks with Christ. Everything we've done, these guys are the dudes. Yeah. Heavy hitters. That's like awesome. My, my best dudes. And then the wave was just so phenomenal. And I was told um, by someone from here, Riceville Beach, they're like, Look, on these big waves, you might need to kick out because if you don't kick out, you ride it all the way in, it's going to be hard to get back out. Uh-huh. I had in my mind that I was going to ride this thing to till the wheels fell off. Like, I'm not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we don't get opportunities like that. If, say, if I had an opportunity to surf chest head high 100 yard waves all day long, I might kick out. Right. No, sir. I rode that bad boy all the way to the beach. Oh, yeah. And then I kicked out and I had the biggest smile on my face and I was just so excited. And so, um, throughout that whole experience, like we had been uh, trying to film, um, shoot, we had like a one to four hundred lens, and we've been trying to get film uh, photos the whole day. And at this point, um, I, I'd given up on that. Uh-huh. I had that in my heart for the rest of my life. I knew that was going to be one of the best ways ever. So we go out the, throughout the rest of the day, and then when we get home, we always would do like these. We do these like. We'll eat dinner at Dale's, and then we'll look at photos. Okay. And and so he is the master at uh, conning you into thinking he didn't get it. Like, (laughs) oh, man. 
uh, there was no room on the um, was it? He's like there was no room on the card or <laughs> battery died or whatever. And he held out as long as he could, but he knew that I was like really like, dude, did you get that? Uh huh. And he was like, well, what's it worth to you? And I was like, whatever, steak dinner, <laughs> lobster, acai berry, pinchos, whatever. And uh, he got that. He had that wave from the drop in all the way. No to the way. End. Now. Every so I have a sequence of it. Um, do I keep all 100 yards of it on the it's you know, yeah, but I have the very beginning, I have the drop in, I have two or three talks, I have everything all the way to when I kick out. Mm. And some days when I am getting the blues or I get depressed, even though I'm just known for me in this like this sunny position guy, right. some days I, yeah, I'll get down on myself and I'll just look. I have a whole fo- uh, photo album on my phone of waves, uh-huh. and I go to that one. There you go. And I've had bigger, like I've had some, like um, like a uh, place called uh, Golconda, uh, not Golconda. That's in Brooklyn, Gallagrinus. Big, huge, top to bottom wave. I've searched crazy middles. Um, bunch of I've this last trip I caught epic hobos. Just amazing spots. Yeah. But this day at Ruins wasn't the biggest wave I've ever ridden, but it was like it was the wave that you romanticize about and think about. It's the reason why you book a trip. Uh huh. Yeah, it's the reason why you're like you'll eat ramen noodles for a month or two before your trip, <laughs> so that save you can up. go and save right. enough to go. Yeah. So that's it. Hey, man, thank you for sharing that. Like, yeah, that, I was there. I, 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 hope I can't so. wait to see these pictures after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, and so one thing uh one more thing about that is um whenever i film and i'm lucky enough that i have people to film me skating or i have friends that we film surfing or whatever um when it's a skateboard trick or whatever you got to get the land Hmm. you got to land it what i've learned about on surfing (laughs) is with any beautiful wave the aesthetics of the wave stand out more than the athlete on it Hmm. i mean a good turn is a good turn but how many times have you looked at an amazing surf p- photo and just thought about yourself? Hmm. Like, look at me. I wonder what I could do on that wave, hmm. right? Because uh, it's, I mean, it's something, that, you know, skate parks are great. And we, you could be like, oh, that's a, that's a good looking ramp. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing, nothing more awesome and I would dare say sexier than a beautiful wave. Yeah. It, it's, I it's, mean, it's, it's a moving entity and there will never be another one. Right. It's that one. Yeah. I mean, just think of right now, down down Riceville Beach or wherever, there's a wave breaking. Right. Unridden. All right. Um, so I got to tell you one thing about that. My mentor, Mark, um, I was like, dude, look at that wave. It just it just went by when no one rode it. He goes, well, that just shows us that there's, there's the potential for another one. <laughs> He's always one that, like, he always repaint, re, uh, reframes things if you're like, Dude, I just lost my job. He'd yeah. be like, "Whoa, what a blessing! What are you gonna do about that? You know, what kind of opportunity? How are you gonna lean mm-hmm. in? What's gonna happen with yeah. that?" So, oh man, I missed that wave, or I did my paddle for it and didn't make it. Well, that just means you're in position for the next one. Yeah, he's so, a he's a glass half full. Not yeah, a glass no, no, kind of he guy. is. Uh, um, he is. Yeah, optimist. Yeah, for sure. Cool. 
But yeah, that's that's my waves, and I I'm, love it. I'm man. sticking to it. <laughs> I love it, ladies and gents. Those are some good waves. Yeah, I, I thanks, hope you, KP. I, uh, I hope you were able to mind surf those al- uh, along with me. Hey, one of the questions that that I, as we wrap it up, how has surfing affected your life? Well, I mean, you've mentioned it, yes. right here at the end. But like, all right, so, sum that up. So surfing, first off, at the beginning was. Uh, um, it was rebellious for me as a kid. Um, I grew up, my parents wanted me to do um, regular sports. Mm-hmm. And I say regular team sports. Yeah. Surfing and skateboarding were the um, thing where you ain't need a team. It was you. And, and it was a artistic, your own artistic merit. You could be whoever you wanted. We had friends in, some of our boys wanted to be Martin Potter. Some of <laughs> our boys wanted to be the next, you know, uh, Kelly Slater, Andy Irons, right? Mm-hmm. So it gave you an amazing sense of identity, and you could uh, carve your own niche in it. As an adult, um, and now it's bodyboarding or boogie boarding, or I'm a boogie or whatever. Um, for me, it is. Uh, it's just, um, man, I'm just grateful, and I have so much gratitude that I get to do so many wonderful things, and that I live at a place that people vacation. Mm-hmm. So, um, and um, I don't talk. Uh, well, my life is about recovery. But um, one of the biggest gifts in recovery is being able to reconnect with the ocean mm. on a daily. And sometimes I don't get in the ocean as much as I want to. Mm-hmm. But um, it is life giving and it's wonderful. And uh, a you know, a bad day in the ocean is better <laughs> than this day in this office right here. You know, yeah. um, and also community. Mm. Um, God, we have such a wonderful community here. Surf Church, um, all the all of my brothers. Do I like to go in the middle of a crowd of people that need waist-high surf in Wrightsville Beach? Absolutely not. I would go to a lesser-known spot and with four or five people and yeah. have just as fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Sick. We're wrapping it up right here with uh, with kind of my little, little shtick here. Earliest reference to surfing in history. All right. I find in the book of Acts in the Bible. Okay. Apostle Paul's in a crazy storm in the Mediterranean. And I mean they're they're struggling to make land. They they see a little little sandy area and so they they try to make way to that sandy area. Well, they hit reef. It's Acts 27. The ship is breaking apart from the crashing waves. And they say, "Hey, if you can swim, swim." So people that swam, they sw- they could swim, they swam to the beach. Mm-hmm. Then it says the ship broke up. And it said everybody made it safely to shore, but it says this, some on pieces of the ship, the debris. But this is unique. It says, and others on boards. Okay. So why make the distinction? I mean, if the ship's smashed up, you've got piece, everything's a piece of the ship, right? Yeah. Wreckage. But, but it said some on boards. Is it plausible, Sonny, that surfing is an early right right there is an early reference to some type of board rider yeah absolutely yeah yeah you know um before we could put a name on so many amazing things they you know something that beautiful is ordained by god yeah you know what i mean and somebody you know and so, look, look, of it. so look so you, they were standing right and mm-hmm. they, i would assume and then they said some just rode in 
So bodyboarders. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the boogie boarders got they got the sh- they got in first on the shore bridge, <laughs> and then the guys on the bigger boards they uh, they caught the outside swell and and they rode it all the way in. There you go, man. There and you then, go. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that is very uh, axe, huh? That axe uh, twenty seven verse forty four. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, thank you so much, Sonny. Yeah, bro. Ladies and gents, have a blessed day. Thank you.